Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morden. And this episode is for everyone who wants to be a little bit better at financial planning, especially when it comes to your kids. And not so much financial planning for them, but financial planning with them and getting them to understand money. So that is not my expertise at all, as nope. my family will tell you. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but we brought in the big guns. We brought in Nigel Wiles, who's a branch manager with Credit Union here in Atlantic Canada. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> so before we dive right into this, sure. let's give people just a little snippet of who Nigel is and why you are the man to talk about money and kids. Perfect. So I am, as uh, Jenna mentioned, I'm a branch manager with uh, Credit Unions in Atlantic Canada. Um, I've been in the finance world for over 14 years now, so I started when I was like seven. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I have, uh, I'm now a branch manager, I've been that for uh, a little over five years. Um, I have three children, um, they are five, nine and eleven, and uh, yeah, money and financial planning and understanding money and not being afraid of money is kind of my thing and just kind of walking through helping people um, and working with my staff to make sure that we're helping as many people as we possibly can. Uh, and it does, it, it starts at home and it starts with not being scared um, of the big bad dollar because a lot of people are for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we should start like right off the hop Tell us why is it important that kids learn young about saving money? Absolutely, it's important because if you can build money saving and understanding money and how money works early on, you don't have to learn it as you've already started to make, well, we won't call them mistakes, we'll make decisions that might impact you negatively down the road. So as a child... I call those my mistakes. Those <laughs> <laughs> decisions that right. impact you negatively exactly. in your bank account. Yeah. But just simply understanding what money is and where money comes from and what we do with our money, that's where you know the, the whole conversation can and should start. Um, you don't need to wait until someone has a part-time job or is babysitting or something like that to start talking about it. Um, when you go to the grocery store with your kids to kind of walk through the, this is how much we're planning to spend today or this is how much we can spend today or we can't really go for the uh, cotton candy, although we both want it. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. <laughs> we should probably be looking at making sure we have the things that we need and that we've planned to come for. Um, but again, you can build those fun things into it. It doesn't have to be a drill sergeant approach of we're here to get these three things and we have to leave, um, but we need to be talking about why we're making the decisions we do. Okay. Can you talk a little bit more about that idea of kind of financial literacy and not just the idea of like, oh, we need to learn how to save money? Because I think a lot of us grew up with that and we can wrap our head around the idea of we're supposed to be saving our money. Sure. But it's more than that. It's it's teaching ourselves and our kids how to how to use our money wisely and to, to like you said, not to be afraid of the idea of right. it. And and it's easy to talk about a large goal and say we want to go to Florida. So we are planning to get there and this is how much we need to put away in order to make that happen or these are the things we need to do to get there. That's something that, you know, to talk about children talk to children about that is important because we do want to know those long-term plans but the day-to-day -day budgeting and the day-to-day -day approach of this is what we have coming in the door 
you don't need to get into the nitty gritty of here's how much our power bill is and all that <laughs> stuff, but we've planned that these are the things that we need to pay for, and here's the money that we have left over, what decisions do we make with that? Um, and it doesn't have to be a family, you know, talking about the whole family is, is great, but also discussing with your, your, your children the money that they may get for birthdays or they may get for doing odd jobs around the home or things like that. If you, if you believe in doing um, the allowance or if you, do, you know, if you do these things, then you'll get that. Um, what happens with that money? What are the decisions that they make? Um, and then make sure that they understand that money's kind of a limited resource, as we're all very aware. Where do you want to put your money and what's important to you? Um, and let them make those decisions. If they're going to you know, make decisions that they regret later on, have a talk about that. So you went to Starbucks three times this week, which my 11-year-old will do, and now you're asking me for money because you want to do X, Y, and Z with your, your, your friends. Well, you had three pink drinks this week. Mm -hmm. So that's the decision that you've made. Um, and then I cave and cave as she wants. I'm so happy to hear that you say that. I, I try so hard to be like, nope, spend your money, nope, spend your money. Yeah. And then they have the opportunity to go out with their friends and do something fun. And you want them to do that, but they're out of money. Right. So then I'm like, oh, okay, here's, you know, like whatever I can afford to give them that week or whatever. Right. They're just learning that I am a bank, right? And, and, and to, that, to that point, you, Yes, you're yeah. the bank of mom. <laughs> yes. But at the same time, it's about talking about what happened to get to that point. So it's not just, you want to go out with your friends, here's your 30 bucks that you need to go do it, see you later, bye. It's about looking back and saying, okay, you had $50 for your birthday two weeks ago, and these are the things that you spent your money on, and now you're coming to me asking for money, but you've spent your money on bleh. Mm -hmm. so, it's about having the, the having your child understand where that where that went, what happened, and maybe the next time that they have to make similar decisions, they think about it in a different way. Um, that's why, to, to your point, starting as early as you can, that's the important side because you've got the time to learn those decisions and and why those decisions were made early on when it's not, you know, a five thousand dollar credit card that you've now racked up and gone, whoops. How do I deal with this? Because now you have to deal with that. Um, so, so dealing with your children earlier on and having them understand kind of uh, the process that they have to follow, that's, that's kind of the important, the important piece. As we're getting into these teenager stages, mm -hmm. what tips and suggestions do you have in terms of starting that journey of you know, building credit, actually having bank accounts or credit cards, What's the, the, the common, I guess, um, approach? What's the, what's the wisdom these days around that? Yeah, I would say. Because I, I don't know. No, <laughs> and, and that's you know, where, you know, being with the, with the credit union, um, one of the great things that I noticed uh, in starting with the credit union, which I did uh, about right around five years ago, um, there's a lot more of the one-on-one -on -one member-focused approach of, Let's talk about not just the thing you need right now, the credit card you might need, the mortgage you might need. It's about a long-term planning um, discussion. Having a child, a teenager, uh, uh, you know, as, as young as five, six, you can have them come in and, and open a bank account, have a guardian joint on that account with them so that they can help them through everything, but bring them in and have them be a part of that account opening process to understand this is 
where the credit union is and this is where your financial institution these are the people that you'll deal with this is what a card is this is what the card does and what it means and um, having them be a part of that process and then be able to see here's the money that I got from Nana that I want to put into my account and now you see the balance in there um, so that it's not just I go open an account for them I have money that I put away they don't even know about it until sometime that I go oh by the way here's some money that I put away for you now you have an account so to get them involved in that process early and understand um, and then when we get to the teenage years where you're able to get the credit card they've already been able to see kind of how money works so I had so much money in there I spent some of it now the money is less and you start to kind of draw those those um, those lines when we get into credit the important part to kind of go through is start slow and think about and work with what's happening. So don't put things on your credit card that you can't afford to pay off. Um, or if it's a longer term plan, what's the best way of doing this? Um, you're going to get those monthly statements that say you have to pay bleh. Um, just making that payment is a good thing but you really should be planning to get out of this, you know, the, the, the money you've put on. If you can't make it all in one swoop to pay it down, then make sure that you've got a plan to pay it down quicker than the minimum payment's gonna ask you to do. Um, otherwise, it'll be around for a very long time. I think as a, as a parent, and knowing this solely because I did not have this help when I, um, like 17, went away to college, and first of all, you have your student loan mm -hmm. that you've now gotten, and then that's about the age when they start bombarding you. Oh, you're going to college, you're going to need this credit card. Right. And having the ability to uh, sit back and look at the credit cards and go, which one fits my lifestyle best? Because right. you know the interest rates are different on all of them. I didn't know that, I just took the first one that was handed to me. So then I you know, walk out of college two years later with a giant credit card debt and student loan debt. Correct. And I, you know, I'm a whopping 20 years old and I, still am a child right. <laughs> and I didn't know how to deal with it. Right. So I, I really did mess up my credit for a really long time. Right. Had I been taught younger is I did have a bank account really young. Like we were with, you know, a bank. I remember walking in at five mm -hmm. or whatever and getting the little pink bank book and being so proud of that little pink bank book. But it, I was never taught anything beyond that. Right. right? right. So. And, and that's the important part is when growing up myself, the, the big thing that I remember was my mom had said, don't put anything on your credit card unless you can pay it off in full. And that's really all I got for financial yeah. information. Um, we never talked about finances at the dinner table. We never knew kind of what was going on behind the, the scenes. Um, with my kids, that's one of the things that we talk about is, um, sure, on the drive home from cheerleading, you want to go get a frozen lemonade from this certain retailer. <laughs> We've got, and I know the jokes are made, we've got it at home, and then here's the meme of this is what's at home. Yeah. I get it. It's good to have treats from time to time, but the thing that we have to talk about is if all we do is stop at that place for the convenience piece, we're paying for that. Um, and if we were to make those decisions to do things at home, to cook at home, which again, this is not a finance-related topic, cooking at home with your kids is fantastic. Um, it can be frustrating, yes. Um, There's the reality. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, they, they get excited about it. They love, you know, my kids love making food. Um, 
will they do it completely on their own? No. Will them say, them come to me and say, can you help, which means will you do it for me? Yes, but they're a part of the process. But the same thing goes for finances. You know, w learning to cook, you have to have someone there to help and show and, and do that type of thing. For finances, same sort of thing. You have to have someone there to work with, to show you, to, to talk about it. Um, and right from the very beginning, I said it, don't be scared about the topic. We've, everyone that, that I know grew up in a way that finances are kind of private and maybe a little scary and you don't talk about them because well you're not learning anything long term and you're not building the right the, the right what's the word I'm going to use you're not you're not learning the right activities if, if we don't talk about it um, so it may be uncomfortable it doesn't have to be but you can make it fun you can you can talk about what we do and we have a fun budget that we want to go out and do things well what do we as a family want to decide to do with that money and how do we break it down I like that, the idea of a fun budget. <laughs> but, it, but it goes to that whole discussion of, yeah, it doesn't just appear. Correct. And it's part of the conversation of, yeah, how do we, how do we add to it? How do we decide to mm -hmm. use it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for those who are a little bit more financially comfortable with dealing with money, mm -hmm. um, not meaning that you have oodles of it, but that yeah. you feel like you want to understand it and use it, um, what are some of the things that people could do with their kids to, to really help understand more things like you know compound interest and mm. I don't know the stock markets and investing yeah. that kind of world. So with credit unions, um, we have people who are professionals in all of those those fields. So uh, each credit union will have obviously different people who work within that that credit union, but having discussions about interest uh, that you pay and interest that you earn are definitely conversations that we can work with. What does long-term savings look like? So we, we've really done a great job of building a, um, a model and a brand around the credit union system to be able to talk to people very, very basically all the way up to those very complex uh, technical conversations. And one of the things that I've been very surprise I won't say surprise very happy to see is that the representatives that we have uh, that deal with our, our membership can tailor those conversations to be very very simplistic or as technical as, as we need to have and we're very uh, we're able to specialize within our credit unions to make sure that you can talk to the right people if you need to so if you come into my credit union and I'm not the one that's going to be able to answer that question that you have how can I get you in front of that right person? And we have the resources and tools to find those people for you. Um, I would say those that are very comfortable talking about finances, uh, you know, go see your credit union. Find out who and, 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 and have those conversations with them. Um, and you know, long-term, short-term savings and planning and all of those things are all really important to go through. Um, but having a professional that, that knows what they're doing to work with you is the important part, for sure. I'm a little bit curious, um, something that you hear in our province a lot is, well, and, and anywhere, really, but it's like, oh, I wish they had taught me that in high school. Right. I wish I had had a class about all of these things in high school, that. were you? Right. Yeah. And I just, I kind of wonder, like, if, if 
credit union had the opportunity to go into classes and do things like that, is that something you would get on board with or is it something that's already being done? Absolutely. We actually have a program called Each One Teach One. Um, and what we have are representatives within the credit union system that have gone and taken courses to appropriately discuss these topics with students, with seniors, with unions, with so we can go out in the community um, and have those small lunch and learns or little seminars or I've gone to classes and I love it, um, go to a grade three or four class and bring bags of money, which they get all excited about, <laughs> yeah, but then we so count it and we talk about it and I, it's not like the big sack with the dollar sign on it, I'm not coming right Never from mind. the vault, um, but we, we take it and we look at it together and we talk about, you know, it, it's part of the curriculum to talk about money in general, but then I can come to the, I've gone to uh, you know a few different classes and had the where does money come from and you might not be having that conversation at home mm. so I can help leverage that in a classroom setting um, and I always get really great questions from from students when we get, go through this whole process then I get really inappropriate questions which are a riot <laughs> um, so you know I every time I do it they always ask well what's the code to the vault and <laughs> So I one, write it one, down one, for them. <laughs> I write it down and I give it to them. They're like, yeah. you win. Um, so no, they, they ask great questions. You can tell that they're thinking about it while you're there. Um, and it's a, it's a fun time um, because that's what money should be. Not fun might be a little extreme, but this is the world I live in. <laughs> yeah. um, but it shouldn't be scary. It should be something that you can talk about. Um, and when I put it out to the students, I don't lead them in any way. It's where does money come from? And the hands are shooting up. I can help dad around the thing or I can shovel a driveway. And so there's an understanding there. It's just, have we talked about it? Or is it just, I keep getting money that's showing up in my hands? Yeah. I wish. Yeah, wouldn't that <laughs> yeah. Those money trees yeah, that you're yeah. talking it's, about, where are they? Still not working. <laughs> no, you didn't plant a couple of those in your backyard? I tried. Trust me, I tried. With those sacks with the money symbol on them. Just, just planted them. <laughs> I love that. What are some of the other fun questions that the kids give you? Yeah, so fun questions around it are, we talk about how does money, you know, well, I guess some of the examples would be, you know, where does money come from? And inevitably someone's like, I take it from my little brother. And <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Um, and then we talk about how do you keep your money safe? And they're like, oh, I put it in my piggy bank. And then is it really safe there? And, and this is where we talk, we're, you know, with children, we're talking about, you know, $100, $200 or something like that that they might have from birthdays. But then we talk about if it's in your piggy bank and somebody decides to walk off because you just said you take money from your brother, yeah. <laughs> someone could take that money from you. But that's what institutions are for is to kind of protect those things. And what do we do to protect your money? So when we talk to students about uh, their relationship with money, we inevitably get funny questions mm -hmm. about where they want to spend their money. And it's, it's good to laugh about it. Uh, you know, I had some that are like, I want to buy three hoverboards. And I'm like, you have no need for three hoverboards, but why do you want three hoverboards? Yeah. And then it comes out that, well, uh, my little brother would use one, and then my friend would use one. So it's kind of cute. Mm -hmm. um, but to play around with those conversations in a mm -hmm. hypothetical situation, if they're not getting that at home, it's great to see them kind of flex that, that muscle as you talk to them. Yeah. Mm. Do you find, um, and maybe you don't want to answer this, but do you, and, um, but Great I do Great way to catch the question. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not that bad of a question. But do you find that over, let's say, you know, the past 10, 20 years, has there been a decrease in child bank accounts being opened? 
I just wonder now that, like, you know, life is moving more online. Mm -hmm. I know I have a friend that has an app and she puts her kids' allowance on it and it, like, it mailed them their own little debit cards and right. that's how they do it. Right. I don't know what the heck it is, but I just wondered if there's a decrease in families coming in and starting bank accounts for their kids. My kids don't have them and they're nine and 11 as well. So. Yeah. Um, I don't really, I, I don't have the data okay. on that. Like, yeah. I, I don't see a ton of children coming in and opening accounts. Um, but, you know, it, it'll really depend on what the need is for it. We, we've been talking um, to students and to schools and, and to the community about what we do and why we're there. Um, I would say there's a lot of different ways of looking at banking now that was mm. 20 years ago non-existent. So we could open an account for a, a, a child and never see them again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, without knowing, you know, the ins and outs of all of our data, I would say we may have just as many, if not more, accounts. It's just we don't see the people that have those accounts any longer. Yeah, you don't physically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In, in years past, you used to have every Friday, Jim mm. would come in with his paycheck and deposit yeah. this and take that out and then pay a bill and then be on his way. Well, now direct deposit happened. He paid the bill online, and if he needed cash, which nowadays you don't really need a whole, uh, you know, you, you don't need it um, because most places do have electronic versions. He might stop by an ATM to take the money out. Yeah. So that's where we're seeing in branches uh, those that are coming in to talk to us either need a little bit more information or are looking for some guidance which is great because we have those people to help or there's an issue and they need some help with it and we've got the people to help them there as well so having all of these things move online and being able to uh, use banking the way that you want when you want gives gives us the freedom to have more people available at the time when people come in and need some support. So we're not lined up out the door every Friday and are just trying to push people Paycheck through. Days, yeah. Right. It's now you come in and have a question, we actually can we don't have 15 people standing behind you. We can spend a little bit more time where you don't feel rushed mm -hmm. or we can get you up in an office to sit down and talk to someone and we do a lot of virtual stuff. So we can meet with you where you need to and want to be met, um, which is key. I like the idea of, of bringing your kids into the branch, though. Mm -hmm. so it increases yeah. the excitement, plus if you're like me and you don't know that much about the, you know, the background of it or interest rates, et cetera, et cetera, you've sure. got someone there um, that can answer those questions readily, and then uh, like it increases the excitement of, of having a bank account and the knowledge yeah. behind watching your bank account. So hmm. I say we get on uh, a push mm -hmm. and, and get kids well, back in You've got banks. two. I've got yep. uh, one of my three has a bank account, oh, so nice. I've got two more to okay. go. So there you Listen, go. Listen, I brought a calendar. We can book you in right <laughs> now. Perfect. Well, that'll end <laughs> our yeah. show. We're busy booking. <laughs> well, but speaking of that, if people are interested in you know, going online and finding out information. I know you guys sure. have some worksheets and things online that Absolutely. people can use to help talk with their kids. Yeah. Where can they find more information? Yeah, so we've got a really great uh, website with the Atlantic Credit Unions. Um, when we're looking, or sorry, it's, it's honestmoney.ca. Uh, and so all the credit unions of Atlantic Canada, um, we kind of funnel up into this larger entity called Atlantic Central. That's the boring side. Uh, <laughs> the honestmoney.ca is, is a great website where there's tons of resources around anything you could want to know uh, about finances. It can go from really technical questions about what does a first-time home buyer plan look like or how do I 
buy my first home, all the way down to what does savings look like. Um, so there's a ton of resources, ton of different um, worksheets and things like that. Uh, and then looking in the community for your local credit union, because we're everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and go in and book a time or call or, or go online, you can book things that way. Um, we also have people that open accounts online without even stopping by a branch until they need to get the debit card. Yeah. Um, in some places, just mail the debit cards out. So um, there's a ton of different things that we can do to make your life easy. Um, but reach out to us and we will do everything we can to, to, to answer your questions and, and help you along. Love it. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming into the studio with us, Nigel. Thanks for having me. It was awesome. And uh, we'll see you all next week.